Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuba, one rental at a time. One of the things that makes this channel different than all the other YouTube channels is I stay in my lane and I invite other experts to come in and talk about topics that are important, but I have no experience and no skill in. And one of those is estates. Uh, so what do we do? We have an estate attorney, Rylas Dana, on the show every week to talk about important topics. So let's welcome Rylas to the show. How you doing, buddy? I doing great. Thanks for having me. We got a real time example to talk about. Uh, we have a an artist, a musician that was frankly big for me in junior high of all things, right? Middle school, whatever you want to call it. I remember going to one of my first dances, dancing to his music. This artist, of course, is Prince. Purple Rain, if you are too young to know who Prince is, go Google or look on YouTube for Purple Rain. Uh, he was a very, I don't know, he was, he was one of the first musicians that I actually could recognize his music. I'm like, that's Prince. Uh, and he passed away six years ago. Can you believe that? Yeah, so one of my memories um, of Prince, I guess also in uh, junior high or, or um, elementary, but he was the artist formerly known as Prince during hey, that time. Remember, yeah. yeah. Which um, you know, to, to a young kid who later became a lawyer, I was like, wait, that, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. wait, so he changed his name to get out of a contract. Like, yeah, is what I figured out then. I'm like, all right, that, that, that's kind of cool. Or that's that's something. Yeah, because he didn't actually own the name or the rights to Prince. Right. I guess that was the thing, the battle he had way back when. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's relevant now to his estate. So you sent me that article and I, I quickly skimmed it. Yeah. So what I wanted to do for folks, because again, you talk about estates and LLCs and entities and all of this, and we're a real estate channel and people are building assets and we talk about getting a will and all of this stuff set up. But a lot of people don't listen. A lot of people have great intentions and then it doesn't happen. And Prince is one of those people. I'm sure he had every intention of doing it, but always thought he had time. And six years ago, he passed. He did not have a will. So his estate has been tied up for the last six years between the IRS, his heirs, and I'm guessing some bankers, which is not helping anybody except the lawyers, as near as I can tell. Yeah. So um, as you're talking, I'm remembering... Um... Also, what else I know about Prince, I remember he was big on owning his music. So oh, yeah, he, his library is supposedly, yeah. So, but even to the point, uh, I think there's been interviews with other artists. I'm thinking Pink is maybe one of them. Mm -hmm. I was saying that uh, Young in her career, I, I think she wanted to collab with, with Prince. And he was like, only if, if we own it. Like, right. we're, not, we're not doing it for a record company, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, 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 that's probably part of the challenge. So since he owned his, his artwork, mm -hmm. that's very tough to value. Yeah. His, uh, I think they would call it in the music industry, his catalog. Yeah. So you, you hear some, uh, some other artists selling their catalog. There, there was a big one recently. I don't, I don't remember who. Well, I think Bruce Springsteen did it. I think, uh, I think there's been several, uh, to sell. And I think one sold for like half a billion dollars or something, some big, big number. Yeah, I think Bruce Springsteen was the latest that you probably talked about on your channel. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but that's probably for some estate planning purposes. Oh, I'm so sure. Yeah. If you sell your catalog, then you're you're identifying a value of it. And then one thing we'll talk about with Prince, it looks like he got hit with taxes at Minnesota as well as the federal level. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if he was if he was doing some planning, he could have moved his catalog out of Minnesota mm-hmm. to a jurisdiction where they do not have a state death tax or a state a state tax it's kind of confusing Mm -hmm. so but um yeah yeah, go ahead i'm sorry i said that that's one is kind of obvious planning opportunity but he he probably just wasn't thinking about it he was he was pretty young wasn't he when he he passed yeah i mean he certainly was i mean he died of a drug overdose or fentanyl or i think it was um but yeah it's um again I, i see so many people in the real estate game that their plan their vision legacy wealth freedom all of these things. And, and I don't know what the numbers are. It might be half or 40% of the people I talk to about having a will or a trust are like, not yet. I'm like, what are you doing? You just spent an hour pontificating about how you're going to have legacy wealth and take care of your kids, kids, kids. And if you don't, this could happen, right? You could be, you could spend decades building this thing that is legacy wealth not be prepared for what we know is coming to all of us. Death is undefeated. And it could be all, I mean, I guess two things about the article annoyed me. One is it took six years, right? And as I understand it, you could tell me I'm wrong. There are heirs, as you see in the article, his heirs are actually older than him. There are, and two of them have died during this battle or fight or issue, whatever you want to call it. That's terrible. They probably could have used the money before they passed. And then second, it looks like the lawyers and, I don't know, managers made 10 million bucks fighting this out. How is that okay, people? Yeah, so let, 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 I'll address both of those. So one, the, the time, yeah, that is, that is a long time. Unfortunately, that's, that's kind of the way it goes, mm. it's, especially when a lot of money is involved. There, there's going to be a lawsuit. Right. And, and uh, in this situation, we're talking about um, a state tax return. Yep. So the, the estate tax return on the states that big, they are going to get audited, especially when there's something so hard to value, like like his uh, his music library. Mm-hmm. So it's it's understandable that it takes time. Yeah, it's frustrating. And um, I, I didn't really follow that case um, that, uh, that that closely. Um but yeah, the lawsuit's understandable. Here's what I'll say about the attorneys, though. So yeah, they they um, yeah they they charged ten million bucks. But in that article, I read that uh, there was ex- there was tax penalties. They were able to get suspended, right? Well, I, I think there was an extra. Uh, I think there was a federal level and a state level penalty that they levied. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact reason they said because it was I guess because their first value was off. That's so, what I read. Yeah. Basically, somebody came out and said it was worth 80 million. They thought it was worth 160. The loss, the tax penalty came in for whatever. But yeah, that's that's what I read too. Yeah. So I, I think the lawyers were able to to sell it for uh for less a lot of those penalties. Well, they got them waived. Yeah. What I again reading the article, right? At the IRS said 160 commercial bank, which I think was the appointed trustee or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah said, Comerica Bank. Yeah, said 90, so 160, 90. And I think it was settled for like 156. So it only came down a little bit from what the IRS said. But basically it sounded like at the bottom of the article um, that the remaining heirs who are in their 80s 
said, we don't want to fight anymore because their attorneys at the bottom of the article said, hey, if you guys want to fight this more, we've got to go to court. And they're like, we're done. Give us our money. We're going to you know, basically two of their siblings passed already. So they're like, give us the, the little, you know, the whatever's left. So that's what I think happened. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's how litigation usually goes. It's oh. whoever's whoever is willing to um, drag it out the longest. Mm. And that's what what bothers me sometimes, you know, because it's like you want to like stand up for the little guy, right. but it's just they um, they'll drag you through years and years, oftentimes, in order, in order to try to prove your point. Yeah. And then what if you really won at that point, right? You're talking years of your life, yeah, in this uh, in in litigation. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's that's unfortunate. But again, this is all going back to reason why I wanted to talk about you is why how how does this play out? Let's just assume. He had a will. How long does it take? Because it took six years. So it sounds like the, the heirs will be paid out because it just got settled today or last week. They'll be paid out relatively soon. So probably this year. How? So that's year seven. How soon would they have seen the money, assuming he had a will and everything was buttoned up and all that stuff? How, how fast could it have been done? Um, maybe half the time. Oh, it's still years. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. Because like, like I said, when you're talking that much, mm-hmm estates that large you know kind of kind of the game that's played at that level mm-hmm. the lawyer is going to say all right let's let's value it you know wherever here we know mm-hmm. the irs is going to come back here okay and we'll yeah we'll, we'll we'll see where we can get in there okay so with with the states that large you're gonna have you're gonna have that unfortunately really oh man i would that well i'm glad i asked because i would have thought it would have been less here's what i'll say though I think with some planning, millions and millions could have stayed with the family. Extra. Meaning, right. Extra. So yeah. in addition to the time saving, where they could have saved a lot of money by one, just avoiding that Minnesota state level. Sure. Oh yeah. You know, by 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 moving his catalog, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere else, you know, just to another state. Mm-hmm. And then with an estate that large, we're talking 150 million or or at least it was, you know, 80 million. Yeah, he could have benefited for, from some some higher level estate planning with some offshore trust. Okay, so again, moving assets and and getting things um, um, out of his name mm-hmm. strategically. So l- let's talk about a smaller folks. Very few of us are going to build port- our estates worth 150 million. Let's assume it's 10 million dollars. How fast are est- again? Right, you're going to have. If you don't have a will, it takes years, at least it seems like. But if you do have a will, does any of this get faster? Or at what level does it get faster? With a trust, a will doesn't really speed things up. Okay. A will is a ticket into probate court. A right. will says where things go, mm-hmm. who your estate goes to, mm-hmm. but you have to go through probate court to activate it. Okay. All right. So, so a big time saver is creating a trust mm-hmm. and having your assets owned by a trust. Got it. So then okay. when you pass away, it's clear who can step in and manage the trust okay. and who the beneficiaries are. So somebody has a will and a trust. I, I, wanna, I want people to understand like how fast money is dispersed to the people that they built it for, right? The legacy wealth person versus if you don't do anything, I want to I wanna, I wanna pay the vision of a rough time gap because it's not only the money's it's faster, right? They get the money faster. Right, right. So in... Um, Probate in Arizona, I'm telling people about nine to to twelve months. Okay. On 
I'm kind of a basic probate, you uh-huh. know, what I would call basic, meaning where there's not, uh, we're not going to have to wait to sell an asset. Or okay. Not any other obstacles are going to take extra time. Uh, in California, I don't do a lot of California probates just because they're a lot more of a pain over there. But I, I'm thinking at least 18 months right now, because okay. in California, to do a probate, you have to have hearings to open mm. the probate and also to close the probate. Mm. And it's taken a few months to get those hearings. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, and again, if they don't have a will and trust, again, let's so in California, it's 18 months, Arizona, let's say nine. If they don't do any of that, what are we talking? Um, so if they have a trust, mm-hmm. we can get that successor trustee appointed right away. Okay. A lot of times financial institutions are going to want to see a death certificate. Fair enough. That's reasonable. So, so really, as soon as there's a death certificate, then we can show that transfer of authority okay. and start allocating assets according to the trust. Okay, so if we have the trust and the will all set up, it could be, let's call it weeks. Weeks, okay. And then if you don't, it's 18 months in California. Months, definitely months. All right, that's the reason to do it. Uh, any other thoughts on that article and, and advice we have for folks? So again, in real estate, people talk all the time on building legacy and legacy wealth. Folks, you've got to, this is something you got, you all, I have bad news for you. You're going to die. Yeah. So the, some of my thoughts are with, with our, like a music that would have been easier to move out of Minnesota to another place, right? You know, where there, there's a company in another, another state or another place, you know, just a reason to move it out with right. real estate. The challenge is when it's physically sitting in Minnesota, you mm-hmm. know, Minnesota is going to have their handout saying we want, we want our piece taxes on that. Mm-hmm. So I guess just, this last thoughts is is you want to have a trust. It makes sense in most states and it makes sense a lot faster than you think. We're talking a hundred thousand of, of equity in Arizona and 150 in California is what it takes to trigger a probate. Okay. So you want to hold assets in a trust mm-hmm. and within that trust, if you're in business and other things, you'll, you'll probably have other LLCs and other business entities, but you want all of that under the umbrella of your trust as a way to transfer that to the next generation. Right. Very cool. And if somebody wants to do that in California or Arizona, how do you want them to reach out? Yeah. So you can reach out uh, rylessdana.com. You can find links to my, my law firm where I practice in Arizona and California as, a, as well as my social media and the link to this playlist. Yeah. Link to the playlist below. Show notes has his uh, email and all of that. So Riley, thank you very much for doing this. This is uh, just another reminder that people need to take action. Lots of folks watching this have said, I should, I will. No, call him, get it done. Uh, don't, uh, don't let what happened to Prince and his heirs. It, it just hurt my feelings, right? It's two of his heirs passed in the last six years. And it's like, God, they could have used some of that to, to maybe enjoy a few things at the end there. So Rylas, thanks for all you do. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm.